millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, uh, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you are very welcome. Let me start straight away with some questions in and Alyssa is looking for advice. We are looking for a kitten as our cat died earlier this year. Does Jane know where does one go about finding a kitten? Because I'm finding it quite hard at the moment. Now, I don't know what area this listener is texting us from, but would you go to, would, would veterinary practices know if this kitten's available? Sometimes we do, but to be honest, it's not the surest bet. I think probably the best place to contact would be the ISPCA or any local charities in your area. Um, they they will have a lot of kittens knocking around sometimes, but sometimes not. I think they will be the safest place to contact. But also, I would maybe think, um, although you might want, let's say, a young kitten. I know they're very cute when they're very small. There are plenty of, let's say, older or even young adult cats or even older cats that might like a quiet life and a second shot at a, a nice home. So I wouldn't rule out having an older animal as well because I think that, that's a really great thing to do. I think uh, it's it's the nature of the game that, let's say, puppies and kittens are always very easy to rehome because uh, there's a lot of people willing to take them on. But I think what gets forgotten sometimes is, is the slightly older pets. Mm. So if you think you might have a home for one of those, then that will be something to consider consider as well. So charities are definitely who I'd speak to. Are we into kitten season? We are. We're we getting are. there. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, it is the yeah. right time. Okay. All right. Good. Um, good luck with that. And could Jane clarify, please, are pet groomers allowed to operate under level five? Now, we mentioned this earlier because I know I checked like last year when I checked in with this on one of the other lockdowns with the ISPCA, they said on welfare issue, groomers were allowed to operate. Yeah, I I think most are operating under, let's say, the basis of grooming for welfare reasons. Um, So I know ourselves, we're we're grooming patients that it will be impacting on their welfare or they have existing matting or let's say their coat for a health condition is making them very uncomfortable. Um, So I think it's just everybody's trying to be ethical and work ethically within the bounds of what we can do whilst keeping everybody safe. So speak to your local groomer or your local veterinary practice with a groomer um, and discuss what they're they're doing at the moment to safeguard everybody in the situation and keep things as safe as possible. I know if you do have concerns about, let's say, the welfare of your pet, a very heavy coat or a matting or anything like that, and then, then don't be afraid to, to speak to them. And I, I know everybody's trying to do their best in this situation. I think for us, it's, it's particularly frustrating because for us, we'd love to be able to groom every dog. But we can't because we need to keep people safe with coronavirus and we need to abide by abide by the restrictions like everybody else um, because we all have a duty of care. I think just be really understanding 
understand and we understand for pet owners it's very frustrating the current situation if we can't groom a pet because they would like a, a shorter coat if it's a welfare issue that's a different kettle of fish but whether you're speaking to your your groomer or your veterinary practice just keep in mind that we always want to do the best we can for you and your pet but we have to abide by the restrictions too so please try and be as understanding as you can because I know from our point of view, we certainly receive regular phone calls, which maybe the, the person on the other end of the line mightn't understand that we really do care and we're doing the best that we can. So I think everybody, if we can just be as understanding of everybody's situation, then I'm, I'm sure it'll it'll work out well. So it's on a case by case basis, really, isn't it? Case by case basis, absolutely. Yeah. So I think just speak to your better your groomer and they'll be able to let you know. Okay, I, a listener says, I have a red setter dog, 13 years of age. Is it okay to give him a raw egg once a day? Uh, I was told it's bad for him, is it? A raw egg. Now, I don't know why uh, she's I, giving I, a raw egg, but anyway. Yeah, that's what I'd be wondering as well. Um, I wouldn't really see that it would need to be an essential part of any any dog or cat's diet. And I suppose like any other raw food, similar to raw meat, you always run the risk of similar to ourselves if we were eating raw products um, of, you know, the things that come along with uncooked eggs will be, you know, salmonella, compilobacter. Now, generally, those levels are very, very low in kind of the or, or are absent in the eggs that we buy commercially, thankfully. But, you know, you run that risk with every every raw product that we have. So I think adding that unnecessarily into a cat or dog's diet is not something I would generally advise. If you have a concern regarding, let's say, their protein intake or vitamin minerals and you feel that there's something absent from their diet, really the best person to speak to is your own primary vet um, or veterinary nurse that has an interest in nutrition because they'll be able to look at your dog's diet and, and check if it's appropriate for their lifestyle and their life stage. So I would say unless you have a specific reason and, and it's under medical direction for you to give raw eggs, it's not really something I'd be doing. Okay, Josephine in Crosshaven has a little terrier, four years of age, doesn't seem to be eating or drinking as much. This has been going on for the last few months good form but just doesn't seem to eat and drink as much as he did previously would there be any reason okay, for that so the first yeah the first thing i'd be wondering about as is is there a change in diet so if there's been a recent change in diet and, and potentially let's say the food you're giving now if it's changed from what you were giving before is much bulkier and it's like ourselves eating a load of vegetables it's going to really fill us up whereas eating let's say um fish and chips is, is you know we're going to have to eat a lot more of that to fill ourselves up so sometimes it's just purely the bulk of the food or the type of food um if that's changed then, then you might perceive that they're eating a little bit less and likewise with drinking our drinking is quite dependent actually on the amount of hydration that we get from food so for example a dog that's fed a dry kibble diet will probably drink more than a dog that's fed a wet food tinned diet because they're getting a little bit of their hydration from their food as well so food actually really impacts on things so the first thing i'd wonder is has anything changed in the diet that might be impacting our perception of how much our dog is eating and drinking but if nothing has really changed then a change is always something to be investigated if you can't find a root cause for it obviously so i think certainly my the top things i'd always worry about with a reduction in appetite would be like let's say any chronic disease but dental disease so toothache sometimes they might be less inclined to eat food or they might have food preferences and um, that would be our top one so i think if you're concerned that it is a change for your bet it certainly does sound like it and if nothing else has changed in their environment or in their management i.e the diet i would visit your net just for a full annual health check get them checked over make sure that everything is fine and it may be that some diagnostic tests may be required or it may just be something simple that can be found on a physical exam. Um, but I think for reassurance for yourself, I think the best thing to do would be have a think about the diet. But if you're not certain, visit your vet for a checkup. 
Okay, Bernie in in a Shannon has a seven-year-old cat. The fur on his one ear and one side of his face is started to fall out. She can't figure out what's going on. Cat's in good form, eating well. Cat's neutered, has had it spot on, and it isn't over grooming. But it's just on one side, its ear and one side of its face, the hair thinning and falling out. Why would that be? Seven-year-old cat. I'd wonder if this little cat is potentially itching and scratching at that ear in private. Um, so sometimes they are, our animals are quite kind of private in the sense of some of them will itch openly with us around the house and they'll never stop scratching if they have itchy skin, but some will kind of wait until nighttime or when you're not in the room and they'll have an itch or a scratch then when they feel a bit more comfortable in private. If it's one side of the face and the ear, I will be concerned that this little cat might have a, an earache or an ear itch. Because sometimes when pets try and itch their itch their ears with their back legs, sometimes they miss a little bit and they hit their cheek. So sometimes we see, let's say, balding of the cheek or even kind of trauma to the cheek from where they've been trying to scratch with their paws if they have an ear infection. I think this is definitely a pet that needs to be examined by a vet and have a look down its ears and just an examination of the areas where the hair is falling out. Certainly, they might need to do some further tests, whether that be little swabs of the ears to see if there's anything funky growing down there or even a little, a little, a little um, examination of the skin or skin cells under a microscope would be really helpful. So I think in this case, I wouldn't hesitate. I'd visit your vet about this one. OK, a caller who is due a baby in the summertime. Congratulations. How do we introduce the baby to a much-loved pooch who has been cock of the walk in the house, a three-year-old Bichon freeze? How do we introduce dog and baby? With great care. First of all, congratulations and really, really well done for thinking about this now rather than later on. I think you have time to plan, which is is really good. Very carefully is the answer Um, and very slowly. I think just having, making sure, I think the number one thing is the little child's safety once it arrives and making sure no matter how much you trust your dog, that that dog is never left alone or left, let's say, have have free access to the child so I would just make sure that you're always between the baby and the dog because you know as animals it just takes them a little while to understand some of them take to it like a duck to water and can be very very relaxed some of them you know it is a big adjustment particularly as as they have been like the king of the household for a little while but you know time is a, is a great is a great help in this but I think safety is paramount so a lot of the time, let's say, letting them see the baby very securely from a distance initially and then working up to a little bit closer. And then if they have free access around the house, just making sure that, let's say, you have the baby securely and they can toddle around. But I think really safety is paramount. You might need kind of more in-depth guidance on how to do this in your household from somebody who knows your dog better. So I think if, if my advice is not enough, I wouldn't hesitate to ring your own primary vet who might be familiar with your own dog's behaviour and how they might settle into the situation. So best of luck and congratulations. Okay, and, you, and it can all work out, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and, and I know where you're coming from. People get worried because, you know, the dog has almost been the baby of the household and suddenly a baby is, is coming along, but it can all uh, work out and they can grow up together and it'll be gorgeous. Okay, uh, and yeah. a final one. Hi, Patricia. I have two small six-year-old dogs who eat stones. Every morning there are small heaps of stones in their house. One of them has a continuous problem with anal glands but she, she's not scooting on her rear end. Could it mean anything else? Mm, um, well, the anal gland issue sounds like this is something that's been diagnosed before. I wouldn't say that, let's say, eating stones will be a, a symptom of that. A lot of the time, people wonder if, let's say, eating stones or things like that might be a, an indication of a, a deficiency in the diet or something like that. And to be honest, in this day and age, with most dogs, I'm kind of a complete 
diet that's really really rare um, and particularly if both of them are doing it a lot of the time it can be habit now it's it's a really awkward habit because it can really wear down their teeth a huge amount um, and can injure their teeth quite badly they can even have tooth fractures that are quite nasty but as well as that them in, t- in taking those stones the whole time if they're passing through and going out the other side then then that's fine but you you know you always run the risk that one stone may not pass through the other side and you might end up with a foreign body you might have to have a, a surgery to rectify that I would really try and restrict their access to wherever these stones are coming from. If it's a gravelled area or something like that, really consider if they can be restricted or supervised when that in that area. Or I suppose the drastic option is if they're getting them from one specific place, consider maybe putting something else there instead of stones. I think really just for safety, safety grounds, it's a very difficult habit to break if they have free access. So just limit their access Sorry. to it because yeah. it can be a bit get, dangerous. Get the stones away from them. Okay. All right, Janice, have a good week. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Thank you for that. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.